conversations, and honestly, my head is reeling that we're here again four and five years later, just even hearing the buildup and hearing Christian Welker talk about the president having a news conference today. Here we go again with Charlottesville. Three different times the president comes out until he says something that's passively decent. This is not a test for the president. He has already failed the test with the tweet that he put out this morning that is bizarre, horrifying, and absolutely an abdication of leadership. And at this point, I only want to focus on what is happening with the George Floyd prosecution. I, too, don't like to see the looting. I, I feel for the people. I feel for the businesses. I feel for the city of Minneapolis. But as you pointed out, uh, Andrea, I am a lawyer. I believe in the rule of law. And I said years ago that if the rule of law is to prevail, then the people have to see some justice. Uh, I'm losing credibility when I talk with my own community about the importance of letting the legal system run its course. If it always produces a result that is unjust, then how can we tell people to have faith in the justice system? And what you're seeing out on the streets of Minneapolis is that lack of faith in the justice system. And it is the, the lack of faith is, is justified. Not, not, I'm not justifying looting, but the lack of faith is absolutely justified uh, by what they have seen in the justice system in this country. And so I don't want to talk about looters at this point. I want to talk about an officer of the state licensed paid for with taxpayer money, given a gun and a badge and the right to take human life. I want to see accountability for what we saw on that video. And I don't want to hear about delays and I don't want to hear about other pieces of evidence. If he has it, he should release it. I'm still waiting to see the police incident report, which has not been released. I want to know what did those officers say when they returned to the precinct? What did they say happened and how does it contrast with the video? So I want to see more transparency from the state's attorney, more transparency from the mayor. Uh, and I want to see a focus on this reality that is killing us in this country. It is not what happened last night that's killing us in this country, but the toxic poison of racism. Our democracy cannot survive, and exploitation of it by this president is a shame, but the truth is it was there even before he took office. Claire McCaskill, you've been in the, in the situation politically. Um, this is an enormous challenge, of course, not only for the president, but for the Democrats, where Joe Biden, he may have a statement, something to say. Um, what do Democrats do in the midst of this, and in the midst of a pandemic, no less? Well, I think it's really important that we stay focused on the systemic racism in our system. And obviously, uh, the, the tremendous pressure that is there right now, and one that's hard for me to understand, frankly, as I was the county district attorney in Kansas City. Uh, before I became a statewide official. And I know with an educated guess, the only thing they could be waiting on right now is blood work. Um, because clearly the autopsy has to have been done by now. And why in the world the blood work wouldn't go to the top of the pile? They're, I guess, trying to make sure they can eliminate something in his blood that might have caused his death. But the point is, there is clear evidence that unreasonable force was used. The, the, the police officer had his hand in his pocket. I mean, talk about a closing argument for a prosecutor going after these police officers. His hand in his pocket, like he was waiting for a takeout delivery. So it, it, there is unreasonable force here. These guys could be arrested. And clearly, this county attorney has to understand lives are at stake. Justice is not justice if it doesn't move swiftly. And in this instance, they need to get on this and get this done. Um, and the Democrats have to continue to stand for, as they have, improvements in the systemic racism in our system. 
whether it is more body cams, whether it is more data on driving while black, whether it is, in fact, taking more seriously ran, uh, you know, other people's videos that are taken in these instances. It is time for the system to change, and Democrats need to stand for that. Bill Bratton, as a former police commissioner and who's had to deal with these kinds of issues, uh, what do you say about the lack of a show of force that permitted the kind of rioting and the arson last night? Uh, why weren't they prepositioned? It was after two days of protests. Well, having just listened to the press conference by the state officials, it's quite apparent that there was a clear lack of communication and collaboration among the state, county, and city going into this event and throughout it. And to the extent that the governor is now saying that he's in charge, that that press conference was very unusual, that it's the governor, but not the mayor and the police chief. So hopefully they'll get their collective acts together there because the only way they're gonna resolve this issue, you can't have the city going in different directions from the state. As to the decision to uh, abandon that police station, that uh, you can argue both sides of that decision. One was the idea, potentially, I imagine, to save lives, the idea if those individuals demonstrating outside attempted to storm a station that was apparently understaffed, uh, those officers inside might have resorted to what would have been deadly force to protect themselves in that station. So on the one hand, save lives. On the other hand, the symbolism of giving up an American police station in the middle of a civil disturbance, the message that sends. So this uh, event, uh, this ongoing event, because it is not over, these things, uh, deja vu all over again, I've participated in many of these, I've watched many over the last 50 years. They run a course. Daytime, everything's quiet. As soon as the sun goes down, all hell breaks loose. And it takes a few days for these things to peter out, if you will. Hopefully they've got their act together in that city, with the city coordinating now with the state, with the National Guard, and maybe they'll have the ability tonight, because these characters are going to try it again tonight, guaranteed. A lot of what you're seeing there are not necessarily residents of that city, but characters who come in, they're drawn like uh, mosquitoes to a human body. They committed these events, the anarchists, the troublemakers, because they can act up under the color of their demonstration. And I agree with everybody that's talking about focus should be on what happened to the victim in this incident and these incidents are taking away that focus michael Steele, how would you heal a city that has uh, had uh, racist police practices for so many decades by everyone's account including the governor today just acknowledge that up front that those practices are real and they're impactful um, and that lives have been lost because of them. I think, you know, at this point, you know, just to put it out there on the street as broadly and as, and as succinctly as it is in the black community, you know, we shake our head. What does a black man have to do to get home from work, to stand on a street corner, to, to walk through Central Park? What does a black woman have to do when she's in her home and the police come to her door and she's killed? I mean. These are the systemic issues that African-Americans are confronting every day. And yet our nation still acts surprised when black folks say, look, I'm pissed about this. I'm mad about this because the system and all that composes the system is just giving lip service to it. 
is not addressing the very systemic and and very very painful racist attitudes and and practices that are infused in our police forces and our institutions. So yeah, so at a point, you know, folks get angry and they get upset. It struck me, Andrea, that you had white men in particular storming the Capitol armed to the teeth with semi-automatic rifle, grenades and other kinds of weapons and the president tweets out, liberate Minnesota. Yet when black folks are upset about an African-American, yet another African-American, four, three in, since February, being killed uh, by the hands of the police, and they are upset about that, they're called thugs. And then the president you know, tweets what he tweets this morning. So yeah, there's frustration right now that's got to be addressed for the very reason that it hasn't been up to this point. Frustration, anger, and grieving. A nation in mourning today. That does it for this edition of Andrea Mitchell. <coughs> Chuck Todd and Katie Turner. Uh, yeah. Coverage, right?